Westbrook fans, Wizards fans, to this point, it has been a dream. Being united has been pleasant. Don't start fighting. This is not Westbrook's fault. This is not Beal's fault. It has been eight games for these players. And with what is going on in our nation right now, we don't need to be fighting about basketball. But yes, the Washington Wizards fell big behind big versus the 76ers. But they make it a game somehow in the third quarter, but they fall short 141 to 136. Let's talk about it as hard as it is. Let's get it. First and foremost, Bradley Bill was insane. Bradley Bill scored 60 points, had seven rebounds, five assists. He went seven of 10 from three for 70 percent and 20 and 35 from the field played 38 minutes he was absolutely offensively incredible to add to that he also had five assists and a steal he was outstanding offensively i'll have to go back and look at the tape to see just how he was defensively but offensively he was on fire uh he was sharing the ball with his team he had five assists he just the hoop looked like it was as big as an ocean for him he was incredible. Russell Westbrook, uh, he was 8 of 18 from the field. He had 20 points, 3 of 6 from 3. So he shot, you know, 50% from 3. I mean, together, the two shot 10 of 16 from the outside. That is outstanding. Um, I think he had 8 rebounds and 12 assists as well and 2 steals. So 3 steals, I'm sorry, and a block. Um, so he did a ton. He had 6 turnovers. Bradley Beal had 4 turnovers. They're still hanging around that 10 turnover mark together. Um, so, you know, they definitely can clean that up, but that, um, is the stats for the two stars. No one else had more than 11 points. I think Thomas Bryant had 11 points, uh, four or six from the field. He did not hit a three. Uh, he was three of three from the free throw line. So he hit all of his free throws. Um, Russ did struggle from the free throw line in this game. One of four, uh, those definitely could have helped. Um, look guys, it's the same drum, right? They scored 136 points. If you score 136 points, what's supposed to happen? You're supposed to win. This team plays zero defense until it is too late, and then they start to play defense. I know everyone was getting excited when that fourth quarter started, and that bench unit with Russell Westbrook was making a run, and all I can think is, nope, you guys are just playing with our emotions. You're playing with our emotions. Now, there's just complete lack of principles on defense, and I've said that before, and that's just truly what I see. No principles on defense whatsoever. And I'm sorry, I can't harp more on Bradley Beal, 60 points, but we lost the game. No matter how many assists, no matter how many points, no matter how many steals, rebounds, a loss is a loss. That's great offensive he was great. I just want to harp on that and a loss. So defensively, just a complete lack of principles. This is what I want to talk about. And I'm going to try to make a video on this on YouTube. J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Make sure you check it out. Of just Beal and Westbrook over the screens, on ball screens. Both of them. The guard defense is absolutely, I won't say guard. The perimeter defense is absolutely atrocious. 
on the Washington Wizards. Whether it's because there's a switch and they switch a big man onto a guard and the guard blows by them. Or it's just, it's not a switch and Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, they kind of fight over the screen, but they kind of don't. Like they're they're moving, they're not walking, but they're also not fighting hard and moving fast over these screens to make sure that they cover the guard. And the entire defense breaks down from there because there's a complete lack of principles after that. It is one single high ball screen that's messing up the entire offense or defense for the Washington Wizards. Just what that is not supposed to happen. One ball screen at the top of the key should not destroy your entire defense. But that is what is happening for the Washington Wizards. If I was any other team, I'd just run pick and roll all day. These are NBA players on an NBA team with an NBA coach, and they can't figure out how to stop one ball screen from breaking down their entire defense. Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, all of them, they've got to fight over and through those screens so they can get back to their player that's supposed to guard so the defense can stay sound. That's It breaks down every single time. Now, part of the way that you get better defensively is, of course, if you play defensive players. I'm not sure Bonga saw a minute, and I'm not sure Troy Brown Jr. saw a minute of play. In fact, they did not. So, I don't know, guys. I Fight over screens, actually play good defenders with some kind of uh, defensive insight, defensive acumen. Those are things that you can do. Roy Hachimura, to me, he hasn't, other than the very first game back, uh, he hasn't really made a difference. Played 24 minutes. He only got four shots, two or four, one from one from three, three or four from the free throw. Like, he was efficient, but he's not. And I guess maybe he's another player that has to have the ball in his hands, and he doesn't really have it in his hands, which I guess in a game where Bradley Bill's taking 35 shots because he's on fire, that happens. You know, he took 35 shots at 10 free throws. 15 free throws, I'm sorry. So, I don't know. Bertans got his. He was 6 of 15 from the field, which that's... But he was 4 of 12 from 3 for 33%. Um, so, he had 17 points. But Bertans was not good defensively. Westbrook and Beal had to fight over the screens defensively. Troy Brown... Junior might have to play minutes here and there. It should be Troy Brown Jr. as the last rotation player. I don't. Robinson played five minutes. I I don't know. Gill played two minutes. I don't, I'm not sure if Scott Brooks is just trying anything for Spark. Bunga didn't play. It doesn't make any sense to me. Defense is your problem. You have defensive players. Yes, you're going to give up offense if you put up put in the defensive players, but you scored 136 points and you lost anyway. So, I think maybe some of those defensive players need to trade need to play. Maybe you need to make a trade to improve the defense. I don't know. I don't know, guys. It's it's I know it's frustrating, but it's not the offense. And, and I see every time they lose a close game, I see people saying, well, Bradley Bill should have done this on offense. 
or Thomas Bryant should have done this in offense, or Russell Westbrook should have done this in offense. And I'm thinking, guys, they're scoring 136 freaking points. The offense is fine. They shouldn't be in those positions if they just play some damn defense. That's the truth. We shouldn't be hoping that Bill makes a, li- a layup with 30 seconds left or a long jumper with 15 seconds left or any of that crap if they played some defense, if you're scoring 136 points. This isn't on Bradley Bill or Russell Westbrook. Stop fighting about that. This transition has been smooth so far. Don't start that crap now. We're in this together, and it's been sweet. Let's keep it that way. Hashtag rip the district, D.C. above all. Well, last time I checked, Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook are wearing Washington Wizards jerseys who are in D.C. You guys got to remember, can you even believe that they played this game? Think about specifically the Washington Wizards in D.C. They played in this game with what's going on in the nation. If there's ever a time to give an excuse for, I don't know, guys, maybe the heads weren't completely in this game. I mean, is that far-fetched? Their families are back at home in D.C. While the Capitol's being stormed by pro... Well, I'm not going to say protesters. But being stormed by United States citizens. Try to be diplomatically correct here. So they lost the basketball game on a tough day to play at all. And they are the team that, whose families live in D.C. Or around D.C. I don't know where everybody's family lives on that team. Let's not start this. There are more important things than fighting about basketball game right now. But those are my general thoughts on this game. Look, Ish Smith actually played pretty well in spots today. Um, the three-guard lineup kind of worked when I felt like the 76ers... Look, I'll be honest. I felt like the 76ers weren't completely uh, trying and so I'm a little bit afraid that Scott Brooks is going to think that that three-guard lineup is a thing <laughs> that he should do more often. He got one away, with, away from it for a while. I hope that is not the case. But look, Ishmith, he played decent today. He, he did play decent in spots, and he was a spark uh, scoring-wise in the second half. Now, I do want to give him credit because I know I'm hard on him. Uh, but that three guard lineup, we still didn't see. It was this was a perfect game for Ish Smith to play in at the pace that they were playing. So it made sense, and he definitely, definitely made sure that he took advantage of it. And I have to give him credit for that. But guys, defense, defense, defense. That's what we have to work on. And in my opinion, Scott Brooks should now be on the hot seat. I know plenty of you think he should have been on the hot seat for a couple years now. I get it. But I'm saying for this season, eight games in, you are now two in six. And the defense, I don't know, seems to get worse by the game. It is time for him to be on the hot seat. It is time. Because Bradley Beal said he wants to win now. And if your stars go 20 of 35 and 8 of 18... Which is, which is 28 of 53 
from the field. And your stars go 13 of 16 from three. And they have a total together of 15 rebounds and 17 assists and four steals a block. Guys, you're supposed to win. I mean, they combined for 80 points. That's just 80 points, 17 assists, 15 rebounds, and four steals and a block. That's what they combined for. Guys, don't fight over whose fault it is. Those guys are doing plenty. Now, I'll end with talking about Russell Westbrook. Because I had a buddy of mine... Uh, on Twitter, he sent me a, a DM, you know, and he just kind of asked about Russell Westbrook. So I will answer his question. He said uh, he understands the defense, uh, things like that. But he goes, do I know why being super, why Russ is being super passive this season and not being as aggressive as he usually is? Look, here are my thoughts. I don't think that Russell Westbrook is completely 100 percent. The settling for jumpers and threes so often was exactly what he did at the beginning of the season for the Houston Rockets last season. Uh, and you got to remember, he had just returned from knee surgery. He didn't do any off-season work. So he was not in basketball shape. He was still, you know, when, you, when you're cleared to play, bas- these NBA basketball players aren't just, you know, what they were before the surgery. That's not how it works. He had to work his way back. And he set up for deep shots set up for deep twos, the middies, and things like that. And guys, got to remember, once mid-December hit, started going to the basket more, then he got, you know, just the whole physical part of going to the basket down for a couple weeks. And then by January and February, he was in the MVP conversation for the Houston Rockets. I see the exact same thing. So whatever it is, got to remember, his quad was injured. He didn't do any offseason work until very, very late. And then Scott Brooks didn't play him in the preseason at all. So, I see the same thing. Let him work his way back. When, you, when an injury, you're clear to play from an injury, it doesn't just miraculously mean now you're back to normal. you got to work your way back after that injury, mentally and physically. And that's what I believe. Um, I could be wrong, but that's what I believe. Not to mention Russell Westbrook to, uh, last night uh, versus the 76ers. It looks as if he dislocated his finger. Um, I know that happens to guards. It definitely, um, this is like the third. He had two dislocated fingers last season for the Houston Rockets. He had to wear tape on it, and he definitely struggled to handle the basketball and things like that because of it. He was much better when he got it off. So we'll see how that goes. Um, We'll see. Uh, But that's what he said post-game, that he believes he dislocated his finger. Uh, You got to remember, he also had... um, surgery to repair a uh, ligament tear in his left hand um you know that got repaired last season as well so just something to watch uh but i think he'll be okay i'm not worried about russell westbrook the player he'll find ways to be effective i mean i think he's not 100 percent, and he was still had 20 he still had what 20 points 12 assists and eight rebounds and three steals westbrook will be fine uh, I know everybody wants to talk about points, 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 points. But that's the great thing about Russell Westbrook is that he affects the game in so many different ways. He can do so many different things. He's elite at so many different things. So um, so that's my answer, man. I appreciate you, uh, your question, uh, Brody. Appreciate it so much, man. Thanks.
everyone for listening to the West Wolf Podcast, and this is where I will break things. Thanks, guys, so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, Radio Public. Please, please do. I appreciate it. If you can, please leave me a five-star review. It would help me out a ton. I would really appreciate it. I will see you guys in the next game. I appreciate you listening. Remember, I am your host, J.D. Jackson. You can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook Gets a Chip, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. And as always, until next time, peace.